Charles Benson is an anchor and chief political correspondent for TMJ4 News. And you know how you know he's a big deal. Because he's in the warm studio, not standing out on an overpass. Charles, hey, I've good done afternoon. That. You know I've done that. I know you have. Literally, I'm imagining a hundred times. Yeah, at least a hundred times. And enjoyed every second. <laughs> in fact, uh, you know, I was thinking back, you know, with the snowstorm we were having, and I was remembering a time back in 2008. I know we had a couple big snowstorms in, in February. And um, back in February 2008... Wisconsin had its presidential primary back then, and in the Democratic race, it was Senator Obama uh, and uh, Senator Clinton that were running. And I remember one weekend, because I used to work the weekends, the weather was really bad. It was snowing in other parts of the state. It was like freezing rain down here. So I get a call from Obama's team, and they're like, hey, you want an interview? And I'm like, yeah. And normally when you get an interview with these candidates, it's like five minutes, seven mm-hmm. minutes. And they're like, so I said, oh, so we can get like five to seven minutes? They're like, no, how about 15 or 20, you know? <laughs> and that's because they were stranded. They, they couldn't go out and do their campaigning because wow. of the bad weather. And then Hillary Clinton found out about this, and she was stuck down at the Fister, so she, her team calls up and says, hey, you want a, a, another interview? And, I, and I'm like, this was the biggest wow. gift I ever got. You know, I got to talk to both of these candidates for a long period of time. That's a so great I just story. To that. You were the belle yeah. of the ball. What do you remember about well, those conversations? It, I, well, I went back. I, I, I'm actually going to go post the interviews because they were pretty funny. Oh, cool. You know? uh, I, I, my first question to a very young Senator Obama was, you know, are you going to be shoveling for votes? And he said, now, if I start doing that, uh, Michelle's going to be a little concerned because I should be down here doing some shoveling. He was in Chicago at the time. <laughs> Oh man, those are great stories. Post that, post that, so yeah. we can yeah. so we can check that out. Um, I wanted to ask you about the governor's plan to give two hundred ninety million dollars to the brewers, taxpayer surplus taxpayer money to fund maintenance. Robin Voss has weighed in. Devin Lemayhew has weighed in. The governor has unveiled this now formally in his budget address. What are the first couple things that come to mind when you think about this proposal and the path forward? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is here we go again. I mean, I, when I look back on all the things I've covered in this state, this was one of the hardest things I think the city and the state uh, had to do to try to come together and find a way to finance the new stadium, now American Family Field. And it seems, uh, I'm not going to call it deja vu again, but uh, you know that some of the politics that surrounds this issue are going to be in play again. And it's around, you know, how should tax dollars be used to finance these types of situations where very well-paid players uh, get to play in these very nice ballparks? But there's a lot here to unpack in terms of what it means for the city and the state. There is a huge economic impact by the brewers. I think the, the number is around $2.5 billion since 2001. And so what we're looking at here is the governor saying, all right, the brewers need some help here, and, and let's, let me take another step back. The reason why we're in this situation is that the taxpayers of this state, and really in the southeastern part of the, of the state, own the stadium. They are the tenants, and the brewers, uh, they are the landlords, and the brewers are in the tenants. So they're in this agreement that things that need to be fixed or things that need to be replaced in the stadium falls on this district, meaning the taxpayers, to do this. It's very similar to if you own a building and you have tenants and it needs a new roof, well, it's up to the landlord to fix it. So that would be the similarity here. But what's involved is taxpayer money.
Charles, it seems that this is likely to get done. Robin Voss on this show indicated that something is likely to get done, but it won't look exactly like this. Several things the governor's proposed, he's dismissed immediately out of hand. This is not one of them. How does the dance move forward? How does this proceed? Well, I'm, I'm curious as to how the dance will move forward. As you know, we used to have a one-tenth of one percent sales tax to help finance uh, the building of the stadium and then have some leftovers to deal with future costs of repairs or needs of the stadium. And from what I'm hearing, there's $87 million still in the bank to deal with that. The governor is proposing this one-time $290 million uh, and that the, uh, the stadium district could then park that in the bank, earn some interest on it, and then you know you have I think somewhere around four hundred million dollars to deal with any of these costs over the next twenty years. I am curious as to how Republicans or others will change the deal because one thing is um, interesting to me on the governor's proposal is that it's money right up front instead of going out and borrowing money over 20 or 30 years that can add costs down the road. This puts the money up front and gives the uh, the brewers and the stadium district the money that they need now versus waiting for it year by year. So I am curious to see how it does unfold from where we are at this particular proposal with what the governor has. I do think, though, that they will find a way to get through this. They did that for Pfizer form, and they also found a way for the uh, the Green Bay Packers up there when they added a half-cent sales tax, sales tax in Brown County to figure out how to uh, do some renovations up there. One way or the other, they're going to get there. And, you know, I hope it doesn't repeat how difficult and challenging it was uh, way back in the 1990s. And, Charles, when you say one way or the other... We're going to get there. So between this baseball situation, well, the education proposals, you know, Robin Voss made it very clear that he uh, was displeased in how the the information was delivered. He wanted to be, you know, not, quote, surprised or drop this bomb on. But like, what is the next step as people get forward? Like, so who does Robin Voss call next to make well, this I think work? Now the, you know, in uh Sports analogy here, I mean, I think the ball now will move or swing back to the legislature because they're going to be the ones going through the budget and through the requests of the governor. So what do they eventually decide on? What does uh, Robin Voss or Lemieux think is the best deal, the best way to get through here? And how much state dollars need to be spent? And what is the best structure for that. I think there's going to be a lot of key players involved. Tim Sheehy is a guy who uh, sits on the stadium district board, was intimately involved in getting the original structure of the deal through that included taxpayer dollars. He's still in the mix here. So I think there are going to be a lot of key players uh, that work in the political arena, in the community arena, and at the state level to try to find a way to make it happen, uh, even though there will be pushback I'm just, you know, what should we be doing with our tax dollars, knowing that there is a lease that says, look, taxpayers do need to, under the agreement in the lease, to pay for these costs. Charles, this won't be easy, though. You and I both know Frank Busalaki, no. former DOT secretary, and now he's on the board, and he's on the record as saying that rich professional sports teams maybe shouldn't get this kind of money, and he's on the stadium district board. This is just not going to be yeah. easy, is it? 
No, it, it, I, I don't think it will be easy, uh, but I do think that there is some precedent here in terms of that relationship between the public and the private, the brewers and the board. And, and the brewers, I think, are you know trying to say, look, uh, they're going to also pick up some of these costs down the road as well. They do pay rent on the building. Uh, and so I think there's going to be more conversations within the community, within the political arena to see how much of this can work. I do know, and it's still leftover feelings about this, this sales tax that was put upon the five counties did not go over well. It was one-tenth of one percent, but it still added up. So there are people in each of these camps, but at the end of the day, as tough as it was back then, I still think it's going to be a challenge. But I would be surprised if they don't get a deal. I would be more prone to think a deal will be reached. TMJ4 Chief Political Reporter Charles Benson, always great stuff. He's got to run off and find that next snowstorm interview. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe Joe Biden's stuck somewhere. You can get him on the horn, Charles. Get an interview. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thank you so much. We always appreciate you. No problem.